0: Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is name N A M E. Really? You bet your life! <laughs> Out marks in you Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood and brought to you by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers, the dealers who have on display the outstanding DeSoto Automatic with fully automatic power flight transmission, and the all-new Plymouth, your best buy in the low-priced field. And now, here he is, the one, the only... Charming lad,
2: I know him well. Oh, that's me. Well, here I am again with $1,500 for one of our couples.
1: uh, George, who's first? Well, Groucho, we have a man with an interesting story for you. He's Mr. James Murphy, and his partner is a special guest, Miss Stella Walsh. So, folks, would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx.
2: Welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word, and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Stella Walsh, yeah? One of the greatest women athletes of our time. Female Bob Mathias. It's an honor to have you here, Stella. Uh, you too, mm-hmm. Mr. Murphy. It's an honor to have you here. Thank it's you. not quite as big an honor, perhaps, but a, a small size honor. <laughs> Stella, where are you from?
0: Well, I come from a little village in Poland called Bieszchownia.
2: <laughs> and your name is Stella Walsh? That isn't a Polish well, name, Well,
0: uh, my name really is Stanislava
3: Well, we don't that. Uh-huh.
2: Uh, that's right. Nice. We never never lose it that fast around here. It's $50 for you mm-hmm. and uh, 50 for your partner, Stella. Now, you can quit right now and go home if you want. To. <laughs> that's it for the night, Stella. Now, you say, what was your name again? I didn't
0: get that. Stanislava Valaševićovna. Mm-hmm.
2: That's good with a heavy cream sauce, isn't it? (laughs) Well, Stella, I know you've been a headliner on the sport pages for a good many years, and uh, this is a kind of a delicate question, Mm -hmm. but how old are you?
0: I'm 43.
2: Well, you don't look it. And certainly your actions don't uh, indicate any such age. What are some Mm -hmm. of the titles you hold?
0: Well, I hold uh, 40 United States Championships, 22 uh, Polish national titles. Of course, I had the Olympic title and a number of world titles.
2: Was this what the decathlon?
0: Well, uh, pentathlon. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, I had also won the uh, uh, greatest woman athlete of the half century award in a poll.
2: Who did the voting? Then?
0: It was a newspaper poll.
2: Well, one poll would naturally vote for another poll. (laughs) How many records do you hold, Stella?
0: Altogether, over 100 100 records in various countries.
2: That's amazing. Mr. Murphy, how old are you? I'll be 51 in August. In August, huh? Mm -hmm. This year? That's right. What is your hometown? Boston, Massachusetts Oh Somebody out there from Jacksonville, Florida (laughs) And uh, how long did you live in Boston? Or did they say Boston?
0: Boston Boston. foggy from Bar Harbor to Boston
2: Oh. Uh, foggy from Bar Harbor to Boston?
0: That's what I used to say, but no more
2: Oh, it isn't foggy anymore? It's just foggy Oh How long did you live in Boston?
0: I lived in Boston 20 years Then I went in the Navy for the next 22 years Oh, you were an ex-sailor, huh? That's right. right. That's Have you
2: true. got anything to show for it, like a, a boat and a bottle?
0: Well, no, not a boat and a bottle, but I've got uh, 13 tattoos and a good pension.
2: <laughs> You're a real sailor, huh? 13 tattoos. That's right. <laughs> well, your wife must be very happy with you when she can't sleep at night. All she has to do is switch on the light and look at the cartoons.
3: LAUGHTER When you have an
2: itch, you must be almost as entertaining as Kukla, Fran and Ollie. (laughs) Uh, Stella, let's get back to you. You say you're you're 41? 43. 43, yeah. But now that you're too old for competition, do you still keep in condition anyway, Stella? Oh,
0: I'm not too old for competition. Uh, Just last year, I had won the um, United States All-Around Pentathlon title. And, of course, I expect to defend it this year. And the uh, interesting part about my uh, competitors is that uh, most of the contestants weren't even born when I was winning my first championship 25 years ago. It's
2: been a very interesting and gratifying experience Mm. talking to you, Stella, and to you too, Mr. My feet.
3: Thank
2: you. And uh, Stella, I must say I admire your athletic achievements. I can say that because I'm an old sport myself. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be an old joke about the fellow says, uh, says, uh, says the girl says the fellow says the girl. He says, "Do you like uh, indoor sports?" And she says, "Yes, if they go home, early I go <laughs> oh, home, really,
0: It's no sport. No. <laughs> well, I just threw
2: that in. I give that. Joke. <laughs> well, I
0: thought I'd throw mine in too. <laughs>
2: Well, would you mind picking me up and throwing me out? Okay, now we're going to play a you bet your life and give you a chance to win some real money. We start you off with a $100 bankroll, and if you miss a question, you lose half of it. Now, you selected sports. That's odd. I can't understand yes, that.
0: Uh, well, uh, as a matter of fact, I didn't select it. My partner did.
2: Remember, the more the question is worth, the harder it mm-hmm. is. Now, you can start with a 10 70 80 100 anything you want. $70. Seventy dollars. Ray Robinson, Jake LaMotta, and Tony Zale were all boxing champions in which weight division? Middleweight. Right. You,
1: wait, you now
2: have one hundred seventy dollars in your bankroll. One hundred and seventy dollars. Now, what do you want to do?
0: Just a eighty. Eighty dollars.
2: What is the proposed site of the nineteen fifty-six Olympic Games?
0: Uh, Melbourne,
2: Australia. That's right. Yeah. Bellabore, North Carolina. You now have $250. Now decide on one answer between you. You're going to get in trouble. Now what do you want?
0: Well, what do you think, Stella?
2: Uh, Miss Walsh, if you don't mind, uh, huh? Uh, do you know her well enough to call well, us? Well,
0: Stella? we got 250 bucks between us. We, we ought to know each other. We're <laughs> yeah. spot, you know. Yeah, uh, you, you can't same take in. 70 or 80 well, 90, 90 or 50, or 60, 60. 60. 60 dollars 60
2: The last Olympic Games were held in 1952. In what city were they held?
0: In Helsinki, Finland.
2: That is right. You now have $310. Now, you can quit or go ahead. Last chance to be the other couple. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, let's take the 90
2: $90, All right. In 90 in fencing, what do you call the protective pad on the end of a foil?
0: I think, isn't it? You I mean, the... Uh, the protective the, pad on, the end, on the end of a foil.
2: Times. Well, it's a button. Hmm.
1: Well, we don't have all our buttons, that's a... <laughs> good. You just lost oh. some of your buttons. Well, oh. how much do they get? Well, I wound up with half the bankroll. I have $155.
2: Well, thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Sorry you blew the last one. <laughs>
1: We invited some doctors to our program tonight, Groucho, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Dr. Robert Barnes to be your guest. His uh, partner is Miss Frances McGrew. Folks, would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx.
2: Welcome, folks, to You Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Dr. Robert Barnes and Frances McGrew. Frances McGrew, is that you, huh? Yes, sir. You're very attractive, I may say so. Uh, Thank you. Do you mind if I say so?
4: Not at all. Well, you're
2: very attractive. Now, where do you hail from?
4: Montrose, Colorado.
2: Do you have much hail there?
4: I wouldn't know. I haven't been there for a long time. How long? Well, I came out here when I was about four years old. Uh
2: And uh, you're single, I understand? Yes. How long have you been single? (laughs)
4: Let's get on to the quiz.
2: (laughs) I'll return to you shortly. uh. Dr. Barnes? Yes, Grasio. Where are you from? New York City, originally. How long have you been out of New York? I've been here in Burbank for 13 years. Doc, almost everyone in your profession is a What do you specialize in? I specialize in feet. Feet? Well, I'm always happy to meet a man who's at the bottom of his profession. <laughs> you have tomain poisoning? Not recently. Oh. Well, how come you specialize in feet? After all, there's only two feet to each person. If you were a horse doctor, you'd have four feet to work on. Well, originally I With was interested... A centipede, interested. you'd have 18 feet.
1: Originally, I was interested in optometry, and I went to Philadelphia to investigate optometry and met my cousin who was studying that subject, and he was finding it rather difficult, and he said, why don't you go across the street to feet? I went across the street to the Temple University College of Chiropathy, and here I'm a chiropodist and love it.
2: What is optometry? Is that the treatment of the eyes? That's right. They have such fancy euphemisms now for every profession. You don't know what a man is anymore. He can tell you, though. Yeah. They used to call them children's doctors. Now what do they call them? Pediatricians. That's right. That costs an extra $5, you know. Of course. <laughs> Francis, let's get back to you now. Uh, by the way, Francis is pretty formal. Do you have a nickname that I could use? Here?
4: You may call me Fran.
2: Fran? That's fine with me. Fran McGrew. You wouldn't be dangerous, Fran McGrew, would
5: you, uh?
4: You know, Groucho, if I hear that again, I will be. That's what people always give me, am I dangerous? Well, are you? Well, only at times.
2: I'd say you were about as dangerous as an angry butterfly. Now, what sort of work do you do?
4: I'm a private detective.
2: As I said, you're about as dangerous as a loaded revolver.
4: And whatever it is, I
2: didn't do it. Private detective? How does it happen a pretty girl like you became a private eye? Are you crazy about trench coats?
4: I was on the police department, and I sort of branched out from there.
2: Oh, you went in business for yourself, huh? <laughs> Lady cop. Uh, well, you ought to be glad you're teamed with a Carapodos tonight. He <laughs> could be a big help to a flat foot.
4: <laughs>
2: well, who do you work for as a private eye, Fran?
4: I work for Richard S. White & Associates Industrial Security Bureau. What is that? I do all types of investigating. Right now I'm spotting shoplifters.
2: Uh-huh. Well, how does a person go about shoplifting? Well, I, mean... I think our audience would be interested in hearing a few tips in the next place. <laughs> Not that they need it, but, uh... <laughs> Let's suppose I was in your store and you happened to notice I had a watermelon under my vest.
4: Well, I would keep you under observation all the time you're in the store and then I... Wait till you got outside. I'd follow you out. And I'm and very... And split
2: the watermelon with
4: me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very polite. Uh-huh. I'd walk up to you and identify myself.
2: And then kick me in the watermelon, huh?
4: <laughs> <then>. Like
2: <laughs> to continue talking to you two, but now it's time to play you bet your life. You. I certainly learned, learned nothing about uh, chiropody. Is that the... <laughs> yes, I'll be glad I yes. talk to you after the show. Well, I wish you would, huh? I got one shoe unlaced already. You know? <laughs> remember, now we're going to start you off with $100. If you miss a question, you lose half your bankroll, and you don't have to take all four questions. You can quit anytime you feel that you're ahead of the other couples.
1: In the race for the $1,500, the first couple won $155, and the secret word is name.
2: You selected movie quiz, and remember, the more the question is worth, the harder it is. Now, one answer between you on everything. Now, what do you want to start with? Thank you.
5: We'll start with 90. 90?
2: Okay. What movie star was formerly the vocalist with Les Brown's band? Talk it over and one answer. Don't kiss him, just talk it over, huh? What is Doris it?
1: Dar's Day. You now have $190. Good night, 80? 80.
2: Who won an Academy Award for his portrayal of George M. Cohan in Yankee Doodle Dandy? Jimmy Cagney. That's right.
1: You now have two hundred and seventy dollars.
2: Now, you want to quit or go ahead? Oh, seventy? 70? Okay. Fred Zinneman received an Academy Award for the year nineteen fifty three. What was this award for?
1: For From Here to Eternity.
2: That's right, from here to eternity.
1: You have $340 in your bankroll.
2: Here's your last chance to be the other That's couple. In the... 60 60 Who played the title role in Citizen Kane?
4: Orson Welles.
2: Orson Welles is right.
1: <laughs> and you wind up with $400. Thanks and good luck in the soda Plymouth
3: Thank
1: you. Plymouth Thank you.
2: George, you haven't told me. Where are you going on your vacation this year?
1: Oh, I don't know. China? No, I hadn't planned on China. I thought maybe we'd uh, all jump in the car and go up to Lake Tahoe.
2: You know, I won't be here next week. That's true. This is the final show of the current season. Beginning next week, our summer series starts, and I want you to tell them about it, George.
1: Well, friends, it does start next week. Next week, we begin the Best of Groucho, our usual summer series of shows taken from the past. Uh, These are shows that you've written in and asked to see. They're shows that we've learned about through rating surveys and through the praise of the critics. So don't forget, next week, it's the best of Groucho.
2: And while you're all asleep in a hammock this summer, I'll be in Europe. I'm taking my guitar and a gross of Mother Sill's seasick remedy. <laughs> and I may take Mother Sill.
3: <laughs>
2: anyway, I'll be back in the fall. A little older, but just
0: as clever. LAUGHTER
1: and far wiser, I hope. <laughs> okay, George, who's next? Well, Gacha, we invited some girls who work for a nationally known company to our show tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Dolores Buxton to be on the show, and her partner is a very special guest, the former mayor of Los Angeles, Mr. Fletcher Bowron. So folks, would you go in please and meet Rachel Mice?
2: Mr. Barron, I've long been an admirer of yours, and I must say it's an honor to have you here. Thank you, Groucho. Dolores Buxton, I've only been admiring you for the last ten seconds, but you're yeah, welcome, too. You right? Thank you very much. And if either of you say the secret word, you'll divide an extra hundred dollars. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Are you two going steady?
3: <laughs> oh, no, oh,
2: not, not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> as soon as you get the hundred dollars. Eh? <laughs> what brings you to Los Angeles, Mr. Barron? Well, I live here. Oh. <laughs> Well, that, that, that's an odd odd one. Uh, this is staggering. Imagine an ex-mayor who isn't living in Mexico. <laughs> By the way, Mr. Barron, how long were you mayor of Los Angeles? Just about 15 years or four turns. Four times. Was this before or after you were mayor? You say four turns. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I know you were one of the most honest and forthright mayors we've ever had. back to you in a moment, Mr. Bower, and you know this is a little difficult uh, with this charmer over here. <laughs> you haven't heard the last of me. Now, Dolores, where, where are you from?
0: I'm originally from Newark, New Jersey.
2: Are you married?
0: No, I'm not, Groucho. Not, well,
2: goodbye, Mr. Bower. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth <laughs> Dolores, uh, I know you're very young, uh, so I, I don't imagine you would object to telling me how old you are.
4: No, I'm 24, Groucho. 24. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: Nice age. Mm-hmm. And how old are you, Mr. Barr? I'm not being personal, which I usually am. It's just that I like to know the contrast. That's all.
5: Well, you're not personal at all. It's a matter of public record. I must admit that I'm 66. Well, you don't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Dolores, what sort of work do you do?
0: Well, I'm the manager of a Slenderella salon.
2: A Slenderfella salon? No, Slenderella. Cinderella, Cinderella.
0: Slenderella, uh-huh.
2: What kind of an outfit is that? And remember, we have Mr. Bauer in here. He's had a lot of legal experience.
0: Well, it's a nationally known slenderizing chain of salons throughout the country, and we have salons in every principal city in the world. Is that so?
2: Well, how successful have you been in slenderizing these suckers? I mean, customers, <laughs> uh, clients. Patrons. Patrons.
0: Uh, I can think that I read a every racket from...
2: has their own name. <laughs>
0: I think that I read... There is a... all the
2: way from suckers to patrons.
0: I read a uh, bulletin the other day that said we, our patrons had lost 36 million inches and 4.5 and million pounds in five years.
2: I see. How many patron- patrons have you lost? In that <laughs> time? No. By the way, suppose I came into your place. Sir. Could you do anything for me?
0: Our salons are for women.
2: Uh-huh. No, I'm asking you personally, I mean.
4: I don't know what you mean, Groucho. <laughs>
2: I don't know what I mean either, but uh, sometimes it's nice to run up a blind alley. You never know why to leave it.
3: <laughs>
2: Mr. Barron, what are you doing these days? Well, Groucho, uh, presently I'm, I'm unemployed. Unemployed, huh? I'm sorry to hear that. Have you looked in the classified ads for a job there? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm looking. Under mayo on it? <laughs> Tell them Groucho sent you? <laughs> What were some of your achievements as
5: mayor of Los Angeles, aside from being able to digest fried chicken? Well, Groucho, sure I'm afraid that that would sound a little like boasting if I'd uh, attempt to make claims for what I did during the 15 years. Well, that. this
2: is really a case for Ripley. We not only have an honest but a modest politician. No wonder he lost the election. <laughs> but it happens I know some of the things that occurred when you were mayor. And you made Los Angeles one of the cleanest cities in the country. You gave us many miles of new highways and new buildings and new industry.
5: Did anything else of importance happen that I forgot? Yes, many things. One thing that uh, comes to my mind is the almost fantastic increase in population just during the time that I was mayor. Now, Fletcher, you're not going to take credit for that, are you? (laughs) No, indeed, but... Certainly uh, many problems resulted because there were about uh, 600,000 additional people moved into uh, Los Angeles. Now, Mr. Baron, do you think the average person has a good grasp of politics? No, I don't, uh, Groucho. Uh, the average person does not uh, appreciate the importance of local government in our American governmental scheme. Too many people uh, act on prejudices and not enough upon facts. Democracy should begin at home, and people should contribute, make their contribution right in their community. That's
2: true. I think we should pay more attention to our local governments. Uh, Do you have any political aspirations for the future, Mr. Bauer?
5: Not so far as running for office is concerned, if that's what you mean. You Uh, had it. Yes, I've served about thirty years and twenty-seven years of that time as. Elected public official as judge of the Superior Court mayor, and now I'd like to serve my community and state and nation as a private citizen.
2: Well, I, I guess what you need is a park bench and some popcorn for the pigeons, you know. <laughs> the politicians may ignore you, but you'll have a lot of friends among the pigeons. <laughs> Not only that, but I want to assure you, Mr. Barron, you have an awful lot of friends among the people of Los Angeles, and you can count me as two or three of them, huh? Eh? Thank you, Gruntschel. like to continue talking to you, Mr. Barron, and to you too, Dolores, but now it's time to play You Bet Your Life.
1: In the race for the $1,500, Miss McGrew and Dr. Barnes are leading with $400.
2: We start you off with $100. If you miss a question, you lose one half of what you have. You select a general information quiz, and remember, the more the question is worth, the harder it is. Now, which one do you want? $20. $20.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. What are the initials FHA stand for?
0: Federal Housing Administration.
2: Well, you didn't even need it. <laughs> huh?
1: You now have one hundred twenty dollars in your oh, bank. What do you want? Eighty dollars of
2: it. Eighty dollars. You're going $80. to bet eighty dollars. This is an eighty dollar question. In other words, you want. Huh?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. John Rolf, Rolfe, R O L F E, married what Indian princess?
1: Oh,
2: dear. Pocahontas.
1: That's right, Pocahontas. <laughs> You now have two hundred dollars.
2: Now you have two hundred dollars. You can quit or you can go ahead.
0: Uh, we'll say a hundred dollars. The
2: Roman numeral D stands for what number? Now get together now. One answer between you. Must be on the courthouse, mayor. A
0: thousand. No. Mm.
2: Just half of that, five hundred. Oh,
5: yes.
1: And you have half your bankroll, one hundred. Now you have a hundred.
2: Now there's is your last chance to beat the other couples. What are you going to do?
3: We'll
5: say 50.
2: 50. What do you call the small percussion instruments held in the hand that are used to accompany Spanish dancers? Oh,
3: castanets.
2: Castanets is right.
3: <laughs> and you
2: wind up with $150. Thanks, and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth well, Sorry to win
1: that means that Miss McGrew and Dr. Barnes, with $400 in just one minute, get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $1,500 question. And here's the winning couple, Groucho, Miss McGrew and uh, Mr. Barnes, Dr. Barnes, all set for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,500 question.
3: All
2: right, here we go. For $1,500, dollars i give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and please no help from the patrons. Customers, audience.
3: <laughs>
2: Ready? According to mythology, Pygmalion created and fell in love with a statue of a beautiful woman. When she came to life, he married her. For $1,500, what was the name of this statuesque beauty? Rock it over. What is the answer you two have decided on? We think it's Aphrodite. I wish it was, but it isn't. Uh, it's Galatea. Well, you lost the big bunny, but how much did they win in the quiz, George? Well, they won $400
1: in the quiz. Well, that's pretty good.
2: Congratulations and thanks to both of you and to all of our contestants on the show tonight.
3: Thank you, Thank
2: you. From the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America.
1: Remember, friends, next Wednesday night at the same time, we'll start our summer series, The Best of Groucho. Shows from the past that you've indicated you want to hear again. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also brought to you by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, the dealers who sell the outstanding DeSoto Automatic with fully automatic power flight transmission also have on display the remarkable new Plymouth, engineered and built to be your best buy in the low-priced field. DeSoto, Plymouth. Two great new cars. Both products of the Chrysler Corporation.
2: And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you good night, folks, and remember, just be sure to see the DeSoto Automatic.
1: Folks, here's a little rhyme from the National Safety Council. Stop on red, go on green, don't sneak through on the in between. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jack Meekin. This is George Feniman signing off the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You Bet Your Life is heard by our armed forces throughout the world. <laughs>